1: from the Derek Duval Productions bunker, it's Derek Duval.
2: Hello there. Hi, everyone. Hi, thank you. Appreciate it, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Please sit. Thank you. Hello, Duval Nation. Welcome to the Derek Duval Show. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in for another 40-minute journey into the lives of extraordinary people. I am thrilled beyond comprehension that you are here, as I am very much aware of how precious a commodity time truly is. Before we get started, I want to thank Dr. Gator from the last episode for coming on the show. His episode was incredibly well-received, and I am thrilled to pieces that it was so popular. Thanks again, Doc. You were amazing. In other news, have you been checking out all the incredible first images from the James Webb Space Telescope? I was incredibly moved by the absolutely stunning images, so much, in fact, that the final showstopper image, as they called it, of the Carina Nebula is the desktop background on my studio computer, which is awesome because it was replacing the original image of the Bobs from Office Space. I got incredibly moved the first time I saw it, and I cannot wait to see more of what James Webb has in store for us in the coming months and years. So welcome to episode 69. We have on the show a real treat, and that is in the form of incredibly popular musical duo, Collider. We have Christina Wood and Cicely Golder on the show, and we will be getting into everything from how they united, their various albums, influences, their outlook on streaming services, and of course, their hit song, Think, and what we call the John Wick Effect. Let's not waste any more time. Duval Nation, rise to your feet And welcome all the way from both the United States and the United Kingdom, Christina Wood and Cicely Golder of the musical power duo, Kalina. Good morning, ladies, and welcome to The Derek Duvall Show. How has the weather been out by both of you today?
3: Hi, good morning. Good afternoon (laughs) for me. It's sunny in the UK for once.
2: So we're, I'm I'm very happy. Man, that's a real rare occurrence.
3: Well, yeah, it's not so bad, but um, you know, yeah, <laughs> the reputation
0: is, uh, is probably worse than it is. It's, it's sunny here, but it's always sunny here. To my to my <laughs> to my regret, <laughs> yeah.
2: I started my interviews off with the same question, and that is, how has it been for you both to navigate the COVID nineteen pandemic?
3: it's been it's been really challenging um particularly because we are in two different continents anyway if we were a band who you know live around the corner we'd be probably just pootling on and sort of getting on with bits and bobs but yeah, it's added another huge challenge to our the distance that's sort of with the atlantic between us
0: mm-hmm.
3: so yeah that's been that has been challenging
0: also, I think Sicily had COVID three times, four
3: times. I had, I had, I had COVID three times. Yeah, <laughs> every yeah. year at the same time, I've had it.
2: So every journey has a beginning. Where were you both born, and what was it like growing up there?
0: You go, Christina. I am. I was born in in Florida, but then lived in Kentucky for a long time because my dad's from there. I don't know. I left Florida at age fifteen to go to boarding school and university and kind of never look back moved to London for a long time and thought I was going to stay there but ended up ironically marrying somebody <laughs> who lives here so I'm back yeah and it was lovely to I loved Kentucky I, I didn't didn't love Florida that much um, because it's a. I live in a very uh, like waspy enclave um, it's very homogenous kind of <laughs> place with too much sun but I love Kentucky it has a lot of so to it and yeah and i spent all the summers in germany because my mom's german so mm. that was also a big part of my upbringing
3: um yeah christina's been uh and you travel a lot with your work didn't you christina with um, um the environmental yeah, work you've been to. all over <laughs> yeah yeah. So, yeah but um i i'm from the uk and i have i've i've not a really boring story i just stayed born in the south of the UK and I live in, lo- in London <laughs> and yeah I, I love traveling but so I think with also with the music I spent a lot of time trying to not being you know trying to make it as, as a musician was limiting in terms of being able to go abroad and have having cash yeah um,
0: <laughs> always made it
3: quite difficult so but yeah still working on Hopefully touring
0: well. will take us everywhere. Exactly. You make exactly we were, sacri- we, you make we were really excited because we were supposed to go to Russia and possibly Ukraine this year. Oh wow. Next mm. year. Yeah. That was our plan. But that plan blew up a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. sadly. Really uh, sad.
3: I mean, we yeah. were we were actually it was first scheduled a couple of years ago, but the pandemic, you know, put yeah. an an end to all our touring as well, obviously, which is devastating. Yeah, we have a we have a really good fan base in Russia and Ukraine and other parts of Eastern sort of Europe. Yeah, Eastern Europe, Western Asia. We were really looking forward to connecting with them yeah. out there, but it's not it's not proved possible so far. But you never know. See what yeah. happens in the future. Yeah.
2: Well, fingers crossed for you both. Where did you both attend school?
3: We went to we went to the same university, didn't we, Christian? Briefly, we? yeah. I was but we didn't
0: exchange. know. We didn't know it yeah
3: we Mm -hmm. we didn't know we didn't know each other we both were at Oxford but we didn't know each other um and we sort of met afterwards didn't we
0: yeah Uh, through when you were in music and I did old Norse basically which was totally (laughs) useless (laughs) I think
3: yeah I could probably say the same for music but uh, yeah so we were there and then you were in Indonesia, and someone connected us on, on email, didn't they? Mm-hmm. So you, did a, you did a master's in like film music, right? In yeah, like- I did a master's in composition at the Royal College. And then, yeah, I was just yeah. starting a career in um, film music. And then I met mm-hmm. Christina, and everything got sort of sidelined into more of, I guess, into the band. And mm-hmm. doing, which is, I'm so happy about, It's just I think... Yeah.
2: You mentioned briefly the legend of the introduction email, can you please tell my listeners that extraordinary story?
0: <laughs> it, it, it is true, it is true. The legend we into- is true. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. A friend introduced us, Tom,
3: right? Yeah, and- yeah I, m- I met this guy and he was telling me about this girl and... Vice
0: versa. He was, yeah, Singa- and- he was in Singapore and I knew him from being out in Asia and then I sent Cicely some demos, right?
3: Yeah, I was just sort of this, had this email from someone, this this girl called Christina Wood, and she sent me some demos, and I just was so blown away by her voice. So it was re- seriously intriguing sound, and I just thought,
0: I just, yeah. yeah, we just so got to get together. Up. We met up in the pub.
2: Ah, <laughs> um, uh, yes, where all great stories begin. Yes, the pub.
0: exactly. Thank God for the pub.
3: Yeah, we just kind of got going straight away, didn't we? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. just got going got writing and creating and yeah it was sort of kind of um we put out some music in 2015 and we're actually just about to celebrate do like an anniversary edition of that first ep that we did together which is really exciting
2: so what does the name collider actually mean
0: uh well it means we look we We chose it, and then we we didn't know what it meant. and then, <laughs> and then we looked it up, and it means the 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 Greek root is like beauty in form. And then the other day, I was reading something from a about with like an interview with an Irish mystic, and he was saying that the root the root ka, ka, like um, kalai, kalos. I think kalos is also linked to the Greek word for calling, calling in. so it's like, Calling in beauty and form. So,
3: yeah. No, we just, we like the name. I think Christina mentioned some, a name, and I misheard her and I thought she said that or something. And then um, we like the sound, it was feminine, which was really important to us. A lot of bands at the time were called the something. (laughs) Um, (laughs) And we just wanted to spit, we wanted something that was more, yeah, sort of in and feminine and this sort of the world we were trying to kind of make yeah. happen to mm. i guess
2: man that's really interesting how long did it take you both to figure out your sound or the dynamics of your collaboration and was it originally going to be just the two of you or were you thinking of bringing in more musicians
1: i
0: guess at different times we've, we've worked with people for live stuff but never in the, really in the writing process i, I don't know
3: we have worked with, so we've done session musicians and yeah. stuff like that but with all these things you know it's always about the money and I think you know our project is it, it, it is indie in the truest sense like we have to sort of do everything ourselves we'd love to upscale it we've always talked about upscaling it getting in you know but it's it's, you know but financially been
0: been tricky well, usually, to do that we've usually spent the budget on like mixers at the final stage right. of yeah. the album making yeah. process um, Yeah, yeah but I think we also found like or live having other people, it's 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 wonderful, but it's very hard to coordinate, and it's very expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah.
2: The first EP was Think. How long did it take for that to come together? I have no idea. I can't remember.
3: Can you? It was <laughs> quick. It was quick. Super quick. I think came out. I can't. I can't remember exactly, but it was a really. It was quick because we wouldn't. We didn't have any. There's no expectation really. We were just sort of yeah. trying stuff out. Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like um I think it was harder after that EP which came out really we made really quickly together and it wasn't without too much thought just enjoying it it's much harder to then come back after that with something I think that was more challenging oh we know we had our record tear the roots after that Mm -hmm. which was sort of a continuation we were working the same way but then after tear the roots we were living in different continents Mm -hmm. so um yeah it was it was so almost like EP the in between, yeah. Okay. Yeah. It felt very free and natural
2: to make that record. Okay, so we're gonna go ahead and listen to that track right now, which is to be fair, an absolutely amazing song. So here it is, the song by Collider Think. I showed the music video for "Think" last night to my wife, and she loved it. You made a fan out of her. How long did it take you to create the video? Yeah,
0: Cicely's
2: really. Sisley's
3: brother, brother is
0: a filmmaker, and he helped mm-hmm. us. He, he yeah helped us do that. So
3: yeah, he <laughs> directed it, and yeah, he, he t- kind of did the whole thing. But it was awkward. I think like we we it's kind of totally cringy. We there's been quite a few years where I've. I did not allow it on YouTube because it's so cringy. But then we kind of now reconcile to the fact that it is what it is. is. And if people like it, that's fine. Yeah.
2: You know, you say that. I've been doing this show now going on three years. And every now and again, I will torment myself and go listen to episode one. And it is so cringy. But it's a product of my earlier efforts. And it is what it is. So I totally get it
0: you yeah, to, gotta to yeah. start somewhere
2: okay so it's time now to talk about the phenomenon that we and the rest of the world call the John Wick effect how did that come to happen
3: <laughs> that was a funny yeah that was a, another strange story with um, I used to work for a film composer in Poland a Polish film composer who I met randomly in Germany who then invited us to come and play at his film festival in Poznan and there was an we did a kind of private concert at his place at his house and there were a lot of really incredible people there from the industry from LA and and there was the editor of this new indie film who heard us play and really liked it and just instantly thought of think for for one of these one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. And we didn't really think much of it at the time. We were just like, okay, whatever, you know, a kind of indie film that probably never see the light of day. Um, I wasn't so excited about the violence in this in it. um I don't mm. think either of us were, and but, you know I was just like, okay, well, you know it's probably not gonna, you know, no one is gonna see it, so let's just, you know, it is uh, <laughs> maybe help it will help us make the next record, let's just say. And then, yeah, it's just this crazy phenomenon of kind cult. of, cu- yeah. yeah, cult film that people people kept kept care of saying to have I've seen this film, I this amazing like piano's back. and it's yeah, it was just about it. It was just very, yeah, that scene been, too.
0: It's just something that. about the combination. People love it of the music and the and yeah. fighting. and, and yeah, it was, it was pretty unusual for the editor to to pick the music, you know, mm, <laughs> it's usually yeah. a music rep. so I, yeah, I think she put it in initially just to use as a scratch, you know mm. rhythmic thing for her editing and then the directors liked it and it stayed. So, yeah.
2: Okay. Duval nation, we're going to go ahead and take a brief break. This gives you a chance to grab a healthy snack, take some nice long, deep breaths and listen to promos for two friends of the show, munch on some celery. And we'll be right back.
1: Looking for a new podcast. Check out the infectious groove podcast. My name is Russ and I host the show along with Michelle and Kyle. Every Monday, the three of us bring you music news and tell you our jammy jam. So you'll always have new music to check out. The Infectious Groove podcast discusses music from nearly every decade and genre while openly displaying our passion for music you need to hear. On top of that, we have a thought-provoking main topic of discussion every week to get you thinking, discussing, and sharing music. We also include interviews with the music stars of yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and all major podcast platforms. Subscribe and listen to the Infectious Groove podcast on your favorite podcast platform today.
0: You can find Perfectly Flawed on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or wherever books are sold.
2: Teachers, do you ever have these feelings or have been told these things? Do you want Kleenex
1: for your classroom? Maybe you should think about buying your own with your own money. You get the summer off, you can have a second job. Do you really need a pay raise? Oh, do you need to use the restroom? Maybe you can do that in the three minutes while students are changing classes. Boy, sure hope your room doesn't descend into Lord of the Flies in that time.
2: Oh, things are going pretty good for one. Surprise! Budget Cuts. Well, you're in luck because we've got a book just for you. Hi, everyone. It's Katie
0: Kinder, educator, speaker, and author of Untold Teaching Truths. I invite you to purchase my book and join this journey as we talk about the wild world of public education. Part memoir,
2: part strategy, it is available on BookBaby, Amazon, or wherever books are sold. Teach on, Warriors. We've got this. Hey everyone, I am Chris. And I'm Christine, and we do a podcast about life, love, and hot topics. We're family-friendly. Yeah, well, mostly. And you can catch us every week. So subscribe to The Chris and Christine Show on your favorite streaming service. And buckle up, Buttercup, because you're in for some fun. Some fun? Oh, yeah. That sounds fantastic. Okay, welcome back to The Derek Duvall Show. We still have so much to cover. So let's dive right back into the conclusion of our interview with musical power duo Collider, you touched on this briefly, and I have a few questions. As I told some friends, you were coming on the show. Uh, when you first saw the film John Wick, did them using the song make make you cringe when you saw it, or did you actually enjoy the film John Wick?
0: I did not enjoy. I didn't it, really no. understand it. Like, I sort of. I, I don't understand. I I'm not. Don't understand I understand the, the appeal of the film. So. No,
3: it's beyond us. It's like it's not yeah. for uh It's not. For... I'm so happy that people enjoy it and have got to like we've got a lot of you know and our music people, through it yeah yeah a lot of people have yeah. found our music and that's and lots of people say that you know they found our music but don't normally listen to this kind of music but then you know they, the all the films let them kind of um into a sort of new genre and things which is which which is wonderful but I can't say that it sits like mm-hmm. that comes to me with me the violence I feel like it's super, super gratuitous
0: but but that's i guess that's, that's just, what it's, it's meant to be almost like a joke the whole thing but you know, the <laughs> contrast. yeah 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 it's, yeah. it's, it's throw away violence but it's yeah anyway
2: is it the most requested song at your life shows yeah definitely yeah
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's, it's it's one of those songs do you know what i mean Where we're really we're like very i feel like with writing music sometimes mm. things just i feel like we're lucky to have found like i feel like writing a song is almost like finding a song you're not writing a song you're like finding something Mm -hmm. in in, that's there and you just got to access it somehow that's what it feels like the process feels like and i think we're so lucky to have that song that seems to have touched so many people and means so much to so many people and it's a real it's a real um like uh honor for us to have that And, and we love we love playing it and it's
0: um,, yeah, it's fun. yeah it's-
2: I can imagine at this point in your careers that think would be like playing live would be going to a Fleetwood Mac concert, and they don't play. Landslide, or go your own way, and the crowds be like, "Boom!" I <laughs> wish, I wish, <laughs> that oh happy. Our
0: <laughs> We're no, like no, happy no. if we could play any concert. So. Yeah, yeah, we'd be totally, we'd be, we'd we'll be honored
3: everything. to play. We'd be honored to play it to anyone, anywhere <laughs> in the world. Yeah.
2: So let's talk about your first album, "Tear the Roots." What do you remember recording it? And how long did it take to put together? And then, of course, you know, releasing it into the world.
0: God, my time reference—I have no idea anymore. It pro- how long did it take? us? a year? Yeah, probably sure. something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think so.
3: Um, was was that the it one was... where
0: we had to? We had all the mixes that we then threw out and then did again. I think so. Yeah, we yeah.
3: remixed it. It was. Yeah. it was bit. It always I think is. again, it was that thing with um, the second. You know, coming as I was saying before, like coming back after like the first record when people really like it and you feel sort of like uh you're trying to find
0: find our voice again and mm-hmm. yeah trying to find a voice everybody a lot of people were like just do more song, songs like things, make and another hit and we're like <laughs> i don't know we, we can't just press go you can't just press a yeah. Button and, yeah. And yeah and i think that we just wanted to be authentic to ourselves Aww. and it was a bit darker yeah,
3: the kind of tone, it was definitely darker and felt kind of more interior, I think, yeah. than the e- Think EP was more kind of, maybe more Hard. had more kind of fun, fun songs on it. Yeah. Um, so we were just exploring that a bit. And, you know, it's a, we have a combination of both. It's definitely a combination of both those um, elements that we have in our music, which is really important to us.
2: Have you both been a huge fan of live shows and touring?
3: We- did i think we'd yeah. always like to do uh more we we have five kids between us so we are religious. logistics are quite are not that always that easy but we'd love to do something we'd love to do more
0: of yeah we did a fun tour with roisin murphy i don't know when that was that was
2: a long time ago now
0: <laughs> but yeah it was it was cool to go
2: around europe with her and in your opinion what's the most famous venue you've ever performed in
3: Probably that one in um, Brussels? No. Brussels? No, no, no,
0: no. The one in Frankfurt, uh, wasn't it? No, I forgot. Oh, Hamburg, you that. mean? In Hamburg, I mean in Hamburg. It's, it's sorry, called something yeah. Paradise. Yeah, I, can, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah. So great music videos are, in my opinion at least, becoming a calling card for Collider. For the record, I love Tropia, but the video for Other Side was brilliant. Who came up with the idea for that?
0: a guy uh sent us an Instagram message and he a director yeah. and he was just like I have this idea for your video cuz we had done a call for submissions on a website with, mm-hmm. for video directors um but he just contacted us directly yeah. and we had a chat and he pitched the idea and it was so simple and effective we thought let's do it so yeah mm. yeah and we didn't have to it be was- there so It
3: was just sort of responding to the challenges of COVID at the time. And it was, we felt it was being really special because it was, obviously we have this connection with Germany. Christine is half German and we have, we have a track in German. And and we felt like it was a moment where, you know, this this strange, eerie moment where lots of cities around the world were completely deserted. And it was sort of documenting that moment in time that prob- probably never experience the, again
0: the yearning uh, and the hope and yeah
3: but yeah. the dancers were yeah kind of breaking up the kind of stillness of the of the streets and exactly hoping for, for for something for something other than the now.
2: So Odyssey is without doubt a very creative album which has garnered some very glowing reviews. What was it like to come back after tear the roots and work on that album?
0: um that one was harder because I was already in the U.S. so we had to meet up a lot do a lot of back and forth and like, Cicely had to do a lot of like patching together stuff because I don't know it, it was, was just, definitely
3: challenging yeah, yeah it was super it was challenging because Christina was abroad but I also didn't uh, we were in a sort of temporary I, I kind of lost my studio at the time oh yeah um, I about that. we yeah. were living in like a, a one a one um bed place with the whole family and i was sort of working on a laptop and and amongst every all the chaos and it was just it was really challenging <laughs> it was really challenging so un, unmeditative and relaxing but i think it was i felt like it was a it was a bit it was a challenge to make and then it was a really it was quite sort of sad to then we couldn't felt like yeah. we couldn't promote, promote it yeah. properly because of the pandemic then we just got together we literally just got together after such a long time um, yeah, in March yeah. 2020, Christina came yeah. over and they'd been kind of, you know, strange, you know, we'd heard about this virus and people went sure. and Christina was like, okay, well, I'll come over, let's get this promotion done and uh, and then within six days, Trump had stopped all flights to yeah. <laughs> uh, the UK, so you had, she had to leave instantly yeah. and, and then we didn't meet up again until...
0: October I guess yeah uh,
3: October this year yeah so, so yeah. yeah it's been it's hard I feel like I feel like it's been there have been quite a lot of challenges but I I guess you know we're still you know we're still
0: positive yeah. about making music and yeah. and just're blessed that we that we just love music so <laughs>
3: yeah
2: nice. what inspired you both to reissue the think EP
0: mm, I guess. a record label? <laughs>
3: <laughs> was it popular demand no 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 popular demand, yeah. <laughs> there are no more people have left. been asking yeah the, the, the they they did the first EP was 500 vinyl very limited um and people have been asking over the years to get the record um i saw someone was selling it on i don't know was it ebay or something for about $200 yes <laughs> so, yeah so they're going to put out we're going to put out um, with some special additional kind of remixes and, and a sort of new no track on that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's something coming. Hopefully people enjoy. And then we've got some other plans in the pipeline
2: as well. So that's good. Now, I've asked other musicians who've been on my show this same question, and I find the answers are actually very diverse. What are your opinions on streaming services? Oof. it's conflicted, isn't it?
3: Well, I think it's it's... Really hard. I mean, it's a sort of a mafia mafia organization, yeah. and if you're not part of it, then you're out. You know, mm-hmm. and like, what can you do unless you have
0: your own power? Like, or you're a massive artist,
3: then we don't get.
0: It's very hard to play home. the playlist game, or what do you call it? Not the yeah. playlist. The um what do they call them? Yeah. You know
3: yeah yeah streaming the, play, yeah,
0: the, they're play, I think they're playlists yeah like Spotify. the Spotify curated tastemaker kind of thing Yeah, mm-hmm. once you get on those you instantly have like 3 million listens mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. um, so that's yeah You if, if you're not totally plugged in to the industry it's, it's difficult but on the other hand streaming services are amazing because they allow people to you know access us access our mm-hmm. music so easily and I, I love Spotify because it's like a giant encyclopedia of music but, yeah <laughs> yeah i mean it's, it's the payment bad, is obviously and... not very fair <laughs>
3: so right it's, it's kind of demo I, I guess it's a shift isn't it you know in, in lots of ways i think like if we were make if we were a band 10 even 10 years before we yeah. started we wouldn't probably be able to survive because we'd completely rely on a record um exactly uh, deal yeah. and and i think a lot of our kind of the instant- stuff that got us noticed at the beginning was through the internet It was through youtube and if it were and i've and also with the same with learning about how to make music on a you know yeah on a computer has all been learned through youtube if it hadn't had the internet i don't think we would exist at all so you know there's more chances for bands like us to get out there with those streaming platforms and the internet but then at the same time it's just there's less it's
0: I don't know why the cost per stream like the payment per stream is so miserably low but it's just I'm not sure that the ins and outs of the Spotify's you know um, mm-hmm. costs and, and profits but I guess it's fair in the way that it, apparently the as I understand it it's like there's this there's a giant pie and you get more of the pie depending on how many streams there are and the pot of money is year to year based on their advertising revenue but mm-hmm.
3: I don't know. But they have so much money. They must have so much money. money. Yeah. The pie the pie is controlled by them. Obviously.
0: Yeah. Right. You know? So it's, unless it's like every, 0. 0.0007 cents per stream or something. It's like, like very minor.
3: Unless, yeah. unless all artists in the world decided to get together to and make revolt. something <laughs> to, 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 to get together and sort of make another platform that would, you know, then I don't see how. Yeah, I'm not really sure. But yeah, yeah mixed. I'm mixed, I guess.
2: When you were both starting your journey into music, who were your inspirations?
3: I think um, we both like quite different music, don't we? I think that's probably fair yeah. to um, But then we, we weirdly like really different music, but then we also like, we have a, we agree on what we like in the music <laughs> that we make together. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> and we kind of know that we're looking for the same sound, but we, yeah. we come from quite different places, I think. Yeah. I think uh, I like... Um, I like a mixture of we stuff, but I like guess I'm. Um... Church
0: music, yeah.
3: We like vocal, <laughs> that's, that that's vocal
0: we... music, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Vocal, chor- choral, choral, thing. Mm. I, um, I like the kind of like really old sounding, choral music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like medieval sounding.
3: Yeah, me too. And I love that, that kind of, was yeah. sort of music from. I I mean I I like it all. I like all music, really, to be honest. And like it's it's amazing. Most you know it's it doesn't really matter the genre, does it? It's kind of there's there's incredible music and and it's also amazing to live in an era where you have access to. I remember kind of when I was a teenager, just, just scrolling through, trying to go to record shops and and you know trying to find you know obscure music, and it was like mm-hmm. always so interesting to. But now you can access anything, you know. Mm-hmm. It's really like there's no, um there's no shortage yeah. of amazing, amazing music to
2: listen to. If you could collaborate with anyone, who would it be?
0: Who yeah, would you I say Bjorn? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah but <laughs> <laughs> I, would, I don't know. I, I would just love to do something with maybe some hip hop artists. Like I think yeah. that would be so fun. There's a different, you know, just a, provide some vocals for that beats for that but yeah
3: I um, love that yeah like the the Roisin Murphy and um the contrast of the Roisin Murphy and the um
0: oh my god what are they called yeah the Young uh, Gentlemen's Club or what
3: are they called? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're not called that one they call for that song The Truth is amazing amazing with her kind of Irish voice and um, hip-hop in the hip-hop those two different kind of contrasts together is incredibly beautiful um, handsome
0: boy modeling school that's what they're called handsome <laughs> boy modeling school,
3: that was it. <laughs> yeah any a, a, something in a different genre would be really interesting yeah yeah that's a
0: good shout. it's like cross-pollination yeah
2: how important has lex records been to your career
0: oh they'll be, well, vary yeah. because they've just been so supportive and loyal and you know let us do what we wanted but been but been there for us and yeah i think we're lucky in that sense because we hear horror stories of other indie projects just being dumped you know by supposedly amazing record labels or being Mm. ignored by them or whatever um yeah no we've been so 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 lucky instrumental Yeah. yeah
3: yeah they're such they're incredibly they're amazing people who work there, they're very, very, they've got a lot of integrity and they really believe in their artists and they support, they're kind of really prepared to support them throughout. Um, And they have, you know, they kind of take a long term view as well, not just chugging things out. And they've been, no, they've been been incredible. Really, really, we love them.
2: (laughs) You have been in the music industry for a long time. How hard would you say it is for powerful women to be acknowledged in a mostly male driven industry? getting better
0: it's getting much better since we started it appears to me there's many more strong female voices and artists and self you know self-run artists yeah more awareness about it all um, yeah, But yeah, when we started out, we'd play gigs and some <laughs> invariably someone would come up to us afterwards and be like, where does your producer live? What's his name? I <laughs> know.
3: <laughs> uh, it's like, who made your music? I <laughs> know. Uh, I know. It has changed a lot. I think the younger generation are much more like sensible about it all. And just um, don't, gender is uh, it's just not such a big thing, you
0: know. So that's good.
2: Really good. You are now my fourth guest who has done a TED talk. What was that experience like?
0: <laughs> well, it was a TED like off it was TEDx. Talk, to, yeah. <laughs> to be fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. TED it was run by some uh, by an Indian university student group and it was just very it was, lovely. I, it, it was so nice they, to they wanted to, to you. be inspired by mm-hmm. artists yeah, and so we just, yeah, we've talked to a bunch of students and it was fun.
3: Mm-hmm. I have to say that that is, I mean, that is also, again, an amazing thing with like the world we live in today. It's so, it's really wonderful to be able to connect to people yeah. so far away in different, yeah, hundreds of different countries and, and, um, and we the share music the means with so
0: much to them. They, yeah, know, they obviously that music transcends all these boundaries and it's just, it mm-hmm. becomes something for them that is so important, and I know that as a, from being a young person too and a fan. And, yeah, that's mm. yeah. really powerful mm. stuff. So, yeah. yeah,
2: yeah. So, along with the reissue of the Think EP, what's next for Collider?
3: Big question. <laughs> Big
0: question. Uh, yeah.
3: Yeah. Tell them no, our which secret. We're
0: trying. <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> so, um, we are trying to make some more, some more releases, and we're trying to do some touring eventually. And yeah, we're just trying to keep going against all odds. We... And um, yeah, what, what else? I don't know. We've got
3: a few little things in the pipeline. Some, you know, we're going to put this this record out. This
0: year, and then
3: yeah yeah we feel like something fresh we'll need something fresh
0: we're working with some bits it just feels like overdue to connect with the audience with audiences and fans so yeah hopefully mm-hmm. that can the stars will yeah. align yeah, and we can yeah, yeah. exactly yes. it's like the missing piece in our band puzzle
2: <laughs> as we begin to wind down this interview can you tell my listeners where best to follow your adventures online <laughs>
3: Oh, yes. So, um, sorry, we're really actually. I have to apologize how bad at social media we are. Um, <laughs> we're not very good, but we do try. We update. <laughs> we update. We update. All the time. We update. You know, all the we update. We just don't avenues. share, like, what we're having for breakfast. Yeah. And, like, what yeah. we did, you know, because yeah. it's boring, frankly. Right. And, and we, if you follow us on our we're not you know, into social selfies. media. Yeah. We're not into selfies you follow us you will find out what we're doing you, you know we'll put out stuff on music and things like that but but other than that um you've probably got more interesting things to do with your lives
2: i am my interviews with my favorite question and the question is if the entire planet was listening to this broadcast what would be the one thing you want to say to the people of earth
0: you go first Sisley. peace peace, <laughs> peace. love peace one another yeah. love
3: love thy neighbor and um, yeah, yeah. Stop, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, no more challenges and love and, and the earth as well and listen yes. to good music. Keep listen, keep, exactly. keep, living your dream. Yes. Keep making and listening to music. I yes, think. I second
0: and... all of that. And, and let's <laughs> let's, let's, let's treat, treat the planet better. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah,
3: all those things. What do you think, Derek? Sorry, I know keep telling this. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, that was a great answer.
3: What do people normally say
2: Well, truthfully, oh, 90% of the time, it's just two words they say be nice but every once in a while they have a great quote from someone or they have a well uh, what do you call it a life mantra that they will share but most of the time it's just you know be nice but thank you guys thank you ladies thank you for coming on the show
3: thank you so much and thank really hope Derek. that we can make yeah. it to Oklahoma we'll- <laughs> <All right. laughs>
2: and just like that Duvall Nation we come to the end of episode 69 of the Derek Duvall show I want to thank Christina and Cicely again for being so generous with their time, as I am truly aware of how busy their schedules were. I am so happy we can make it happen, and I encourage you all to check out their website, ColliderMusic.com, to dive into their catalog of music. And of course, if they announce a tour, you will find details for that there. So thank you, ladies. You were absolutely incredible. Speaking of incredible, we also have some great shows coming up in the next few weeks, so be sure to stay tuned for those. Plus... Mrs. Duvall and I have also some new Derek and Mindy's Fun With movies coming out soon, so be sure to keep your eyes peeled for that one. While I mentioned it in the last episode, I want to give a huge shout out to my local football club, the Tulsa Athletic. They secured an NPSL Heartland Conference Championship with a 5-1 victory last night. It was an absolutely great match, and congratulations, lads. You were amazing. If you had a chance to check out our new shop on TeePublic, we have everything on there from Derek Duvall Show-themed magnets, stickers, and mugs. Go to DerekDuvallShow.com. Look on the left banner that says Merch, and clicking that will take you to the link to go directly to our Tee Public shop. And I want to thank TeePublic for being such gracious partners. So on behalf of the entire team here at the Derek Devall Show, I want to say to each and every one of you, be safe, be kind, get that vaccine. Every Tom, Dick, and Harry I know personally seems to be getting caught up in this new COVID variant, and I don't want any more of you to get sick. Nos da, God bless, and see you next time. Planet Earth.
1: This has been a recording of The Derek Duval Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com, to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duval Show.